Welcome to Salcedo Paranormal. It is when no Thursday, November seventeenth, twenty twenty two, and tonight I'll be covering paranormal news. As always, you can find all the episodes of the show, along with links to social media and other ways to contact me, at the podcast page. That is Salcedo Paranormal. Podbean.com. That's S A L S I D O paranormal.podbean.com Always happy to hear from you all whether you have comments or questions or topic suggestions or stories of paranormal experiences whether they're your own or from others that you trust happy to either read those or have you join me on the show to talk about them and uh, this is the last show for a couple of days here for uh, for the week technically um, start back up on Sunday um so just a little bit of a, a notice here in December, starting, let's see here, with um, not the 1st, but the, uh, it'll be the 7th, um, really the week of, that, of that, that whole week. I'm going to start doing just one show a week, just through December. Um, I'll go through the normal schedule up, up through the 1st the of December. But after that, there'll just be shows on every Wednesday of the month. And I'll mix those up, and uh, we'll still do, the, do those. They might be, some might be um, more book reviews, but then there might, might be a news or a uh, true par- paranormal stories from the web um, episode in there. Just because I have other things I'm working on, and plus, of course, the holidays uh, start ha- happening in December, um, especially the latter half of the month. And so I want to give myself some time to work on these other projects and um, enjoy the holidays with time with family and everything. So um, just so you all know, uh, if you see that um, I don't stream as much in December, that is why. So, um, but that's a little ways away. And uh, I think that covers everything for now. So... I can get to these stories here. Of course, all these stories are in the stream chat text channel here. And I will include the links to them in the uh, episode descriptions on the podcast and YouTube feeds. And uh, I definitely recommend reading them in full because um, I only summarize them and just hit on the points that are most interesting to me. Um, So... I think uh, that takes care of everything. Um, dinner theater. Wow. That's a lot of pressure, APOC. This one's dinner theater. I don't know. Um, but uh, anyway, so let's get to these stories here. Um, these first two are from uh, WATE.com. Uh, so this first one is, uh, the title is, Ghost Framed for Murder Haunts the Drummond Bridge in Coal Creek. And this is in Tennessee. Uh, Braceville, apparently. And um, I don't really need to get into the exact details of this. Uh, but um, the thing is here, I always wonder about these bridges. There always seem to be stories about bridges and and hauntings there. Uh, I will just uh, 
kind of summarize this here. So there's this um this bridge uh apparently goes back or the story goes back to something called the Coal Creek War in the eighteen nineties. And it was um it involved local miners that uh basically fought against this practice that I had never heard of before called convict leasing. And um so the uh the miners thought that the uh the let me see here the work should be protected. Um let's see here. The worker workers. Anyway. The uh basically they were against the um the local the state using uh or the employers using state prisoners <clears throat> excuse me for um free or cheap labor. <clears throat> excuse me. And so that was why this uh whole thing happened. It says that um according to this one historian, the last name is Thacker, I think. Um this practice had been a um, major part uh, of the state's revenue. So says when the miners tried to disrupt that, um, there was problems because of this disruption in this inner, uh, income. And um, so, and one of those workers, those uh, miners that was protesting, was. Um, named uh Richard Drummond, who is apparently the one that the bridge was named after. And uh he was apparently says he was the most hands- handsome individual around. Um so and the says the local girls were in favor of Drummond here. That's just does apparently come back to the haunting later. Um but this one night Drummond was at a local dance uh, with with a um, a date apparently, and uh, but once uh, they got there, there was a fight uh, over a girl there between Drummond and a a, a soldier apparently, and uh, after that there was another soldier that was that was found dead, and. Um, Apparently that's where the framing comes in. The uh, the other soldiers there um, assumed that it was he was the one responsible for the shooting, and uh, so they took him to that bridge that is named after him, supposedly, um, according to this article here, and um, and then apparently the next morning he was. Uh, Let's see here. I lost my spot. Um, so he was found the next morning. I'm guessing uh, basically deceased. Um, hung, basically. And um, there were apparently the notches that were used to make the the or arrange the hanging were are still on the bridge. Um, and, uh, and then, of course, the story is that Drummond is still said to be there as well. 
Um, and there are two ideas as to why he is there, and that's, of course, either revenge on the soldiers that framed him and or um, looking for basically his his uh, date and or other dates that from the past, the women from the past that he knew. Um, but apparently this area, there's activity. Um, so, let's see here. It says that, um, that some people have, and I don't get this, but people do it apparently. Um, there are people that will approach the bridge wearing uniforms similar to what they were at the time. And uh, he won't he won't kill anyone, it says, which is good. But apparently he will frighten them severely. So this is just a um just a uh, apparently a legend here that is um used to dis- to uh, explain um paranormal activity that they don't really get into a lot, but hardly at all. But um I'm guessing it must be a fair amount for this to be covered in this article. So just um I always wonder about these bridges. It seems like every bridge that is out there could have a story about why it could be haunted and just the fact that it, it said to be haunted to begin with is really um I think it's a it's really uh good to look into that and study that because of course they're by water. They're over water usually. Or at least they were at one point, so there's the whole idea of running water. Uh, creating energy so um so that's the first article i found and i'll move on to the next article here again this is also from the same website um wate.com and this is in a different town this one that says paranormal activity uh after death let me see here i have that right Paranormal activity after death of Clinton furniture store owner. So this is in Clinton, Tennessee. Um, and this is about a, a furniture store and um, where apparently it's been such uh, that, that kind of place for, and it's been a furniture store and apartment complex for over 50 years. Um, so, and of course, with furniture, especially if you're dealing with antiques, there's it's said that there can be a lot of energy attached to those items. Um, people reported uh, feeling like they were touched, um, feeling chills. Uh, let me see here. And uh, let's see here. So, this is according to. I missed the the reason, or the person that uh, they're talking about here. I don't see why what, uh, who this person is, but that's, they're talking about this, their last name is Kay. Um, I'm guessing maybe she just went there to check out everything. So, um, she said that she was in the store, and she heard someone running up the stairs, apparently it's multi-floor, multi-level, and um, she expected someone to come be coming through, and she moved to the side to uh, let them by, but no one showed up. So that is odd. Um, that's not something that can easily easily be 
explained away. Um, so let's see here, looking into this. Um, so yeah, just more uh, stories here of paranormal places. Apparently, the former owner of the the place passed away in his upstairs apartment 35 years ago. And um, she she says that she thinks that once his, his body was removed, he actually never actually left. And it's um, the activity has happened mostly since then. But um, uh, let me see here. Oh, so even before this, this, this former owner passed, there was activity there. So it might not just be him, even though she so never know for sure how what's going on. But um, it says here that furniture was moving around on its own. Footsteps were heard uh, everywhere, even when there was no one in the rest of the building, apparently. Um, so even... Uh, there was even some cases where all the the um, the own, first the first I don't know for sure if it was the first the last owner would come uh, down into the, into the furniture store and all the lights would be on and with all the alarms going off and there would be items smashed and broken any everywhere but there was no sign of a break-in or anyone uh, going in so. Um, and apparently there's even reports of windows that will open on their own. And, um, so yeah, just really amazing here. I wonder what, what it is about these, um, about these places. Um, there's even, of course, in a, in a furniture and or antique stores, um, there was this one doll that, uh, uh, so basically, they're just saying that there was uh, some creepy dolls in there as well. So who knows what that's that has anything to do with it? But uh, yeah, so really neat um, article here about uh, possibly haunted place, and uh, apparently it's being remodeled and will be sold. So it'll be neat to see what happens thereafter if there's still activity there. So, um, yeah, in case everyone hasn't noticed tonight, a lot of these are about places that are said to be haunted, because that's what I found this time, so that's what we have here. Um, so this next article is from WLOS.com, and this title of this article says, Quirky or Ghostly? Tales from a Historic building filled with paranormal activity and more. And this uh, takes place apparently in Henderson, North Carolina. And this is the Skyland Hotel in Hendersonville. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, um, let's see here. This hotel opened back in 1929. Uh, was originally built to just for add social activities and presence here in this area. Um, and uh, a lot of people stayed there, including a lot of uh, vacationers and also artists. And that makes me wonder, again, 
where do these ideas come from that people have when they make things? Um, do um, when people are in that kind of mode of making things, do they give off energy that can then be um, maybe be used or collect in a place and then lead to things happening? So, um, says the building is a historical landmark now, and um, there are people that actually still live there. Some of the pla- some of the units there have been turned into um, condos, so it's actually a combined um, hotel and then uh, permanent living quarters kind of place there. And um, so, when there's other there's been other businesses there, and there still are. So, but apparently there's re- lots of reports of activity. Okay, so um, this says that at one point there was a restaurant on the first floor. And um, apparently there was someone there that liked to play play around a little bit with um, by locking this owner of this restaurant, uh, last name of Green, in the um, the basement. Which is not very nice, but also as long as it doesn't get harmed. But still, um, the funny thing about locking doors, doors un- unlocking and locking, I still have that here once in a while. Every once in a while my apartment, uh, my front door will be, um, I have it I have it one way, let's say locked, and then I'll be here the entire time, and I'll go check on it, and it'll be unlocked. Or sometimes it'll be the opposite. I have it unlocked because I'm waiting for someone to come over that I know. And then they'll get here, and I'll say, come in, and then they'll say, uh, I can't because the door is locked. So that's, um, that is something that can happen. I can confirm that. Um, so other reports are uh, talk about the third floor being um, extremely active. There's also pictures in this in this article here about uh, of these places, this place. Um, let's see here. So the there is um, let's see here. It's kind of skipped over. Um, okay, so in the fir- the third floor, apparently, a lot of dogs that um, are there that show up there with their owners, they don't like to be on the third floor. So, now it doesn't necessarily, I don't think, mean it has to be evil. I just think if it's strong enough energy, then maybe they wouldn't want to deal with that, no matter what it is. Um, so, and then there's the sixth floor. It says that, um, that is, there, people have experiences with an older gentleman there. Um, they don't say if he, they saw him. But apparently, I'm guessing maybe he would. He would because um, at one point, this uh, one of the the people that had experience was here said that their wife was um, there for a while alone while he was in another country, and this apparition or this this presence would stop in and check on the on the wife, knock on the door, and make sure everything was okay. I'm wondering if that means there was actually a conversation there. That's amazing if that's what's happening. Um, another person that stays there, or that um, has a, a business there, a barbershop there, last name is Lida. 
um, L-Y-D-A. And um, this is, he has this place on the ground floor, this uh, barbershop. And apparently he uh, feels like there's someone there uh, keeping watch over the place, even while he's there. Um, and that's just the feeling he gets from the place. So that's really amazing, because it's a presence, sounds like. But um, it's not a negative one, so that's good. So neat article there with pictures and everything, and uh, definitely recommend checking it out. Let's see here. Okay. Um, let me see here. One moment. My nose is bothering me. I have to take care of that real quick. Okay. Um, so this next one is from KGNS.TV. And um, another another story about a, haunt, a place that's said to be haunted. This one says, um, Paranormal Team Investigates KGNS Building. So this sounds like the, the station, the TV station building. And I wonder, because um, if you think about that, radio station or TV station buildings, there's a lot of electronics that have to be in a place like that. Uh, this was apparently in Laredo, Texas. And, um, but I just, I just thought of that now. You have all kinds of recording and or transmitting uh, devices throughout, throughout the history of, of the, the station being there, I guess. Um, of course, the technology will change over time, but it's still there and it's still running on electricity. So, but um, anyway, this, uh, of course, this comes from around Halloween time. And um, this station um, invited a group of paranormal investigators um, to uh, check out the place. And um, one of the, the reporters here, last name is Kano, um, went with them. And um, so this this place has... Um, Let's see here. They invited, uh, um, there's a group of investigators that work in the area that have been invited to this building. And um, so this group, I think it's called Torres Paranormal Investigations. Yeah. Uh, investigators, sorry. Um, they already do um, check out homes that have reports of paranormal activity. And um, apparently this, uh, this building here, uh, this TV station, has been around for 20 years. So um, the, uh, apparently they use these, ca these cameras that um, record different kinds of energy that on the screen makes it look like um, stick figures when they pick up anything. And, um, and of course there are people, um, so this, this camera was used on this investigation, but as soon as the group walked into the building, they heard, um, voices, 
uh, people talking. Um, and then they caught footage of these stick figures. So they're really just apparitions that are seen uh, via these cameras. And then voices heard. And I just wonder, again, all about all the energy that goes through a place like that. I wonder how much more it is than just a regular building. I don't know for sure. I don't need know the details on that. So, but, um, so it sounds like there was some activity there. Um, reports of, uh, of these figures being seen on these cameras, special cameras. Um, and then, uh, hearing voices in the location. So, um, neat little article there. And, uh, has a couple of pictures. And, um, let's see here. Oh, no, you know what? Never mind. That's not really of the building. But still, I'm sure you could look into it more. Um, so yeah, neat article there. I'm starting to like checking out these articles that talk about these, um, these paranormal, paranormal investigation groups that go to these, these places. Because sometimes you can hear about some of what they found and, um, and then you never know when they'll find something that is just absolutely mind-blowing, and then you you hear about that. So um, that will continue. I'll definitely keep doing that uh, whenever I find them. And um, so I have one more article here. It may seem like a bit of a tangent, in a way, <laughs> given the um, the source and the title here. But I'll explain why I wonder about this here, and I'll go from there. This is from CNET.com, which is a pretty well-known technology and or, I think, science in some cases, um, reporting website. This says, speculation, uh, speculation, spectacular telescope image shows ghostly aftermath of giant star's death. So, um, in this one, there are images. And this is basically a, um, this image of the remains, let's say, of a giant star that exploded and sending out energy in all directions, I'm guessing, in some matter. Um, and I just wonder about this because people have reported for a while now hearing, or not hearing, seeing uh, videos online of objects uh, basically UFOs going in and out of suns, out of stars. And um, so there's that whole aspect of it. And I just wonder, too, if um, if there is something to... If there is, there are other dimensions out there, or levels of reality, where, let's say, ghosts or other non-physical entities exist, why wouldn't they also exist all throughout space? And so it makes me wonder about the star, and um, also about um, when these stars explode, is that, what does that mean for possibly a portal that used to be in, in that star? Um, of course, the more far out there idea is, or possibility is that anyone, any any beings that use these stars to get around might decide um, that this star, this portal here is no longer needed or useful. Or it could just be they take advantage of 
whatever weird energy or whatever process it is that makes them, in some cases, appear to be portals. Again, this is all kind of just speculation here, but um, I really wonder how long it'll be before someday we start seeing, let's just say, ghost-like apparitions of things moving around out in space that don't appear to be solid but still appear to be there. Um, so basically how long it'll be before the paranormal, we start detecting strange things out there in space that beyond just um, regular kind of ast astronomical, astrological um, events and things happening. And um, so, yeah, I, di I didn't really, I don't need to, to I'm not really going to go into the details of this article because it's a lot of kind of um, scientific stuff. But um, still interesting to consider the possibilities of um, of what these could be and, and what could happen when these kinds of things, if they really are some kind of portal, what happens when one of them um, is ends up destroying itself or being destroyed. So um, that's all I have for today. And um, I'll be back on Sunday with um, True Paranormal Stories from the Web. And um, I should be doing a show next Thursday. But um, we'll just say, just keep an eye on this server, this Discord server, just in case. I do have a family gathering that day, but I don't think it'll go that late. But. Um, We'll just say let's let's say don't be surprised if there's not a show on Thanksgiving, the American US Thanksgiving night. Um, but I'm going to try if I can arrange it. I still want to do a show. Um also on the last Saturday of this month, there will be a special show. Um and I'm going to have um a friend joining me again um to talk about um the Grim Reaper throughout history and um, in terms of mythology and folklore, and then also possible sightings that people have had over the years. So, um, and that will be the last Saturday of this month. That is, let me see here, let me check on this again, the 26th, I believe. Um, and that will be uh, very fun, I think. Also, it'll be great because uh, we get to welcome uh, Jen back on the show again for that one. So really looking forward to that. Been doing the research for that already. Still have more to do. And uh, yeah, so that should be fun too. So um, thank you all again for listening. And I will talk to you all on Sunday on the next episode of Salcedo Paranormal. Take care, everyone. <laughs>